Hey there. Welcome to Grown Black Woman Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I'm your host, Coach Marlena Bayless, and I focus on helping professional women, especially Black women, really tap into themselves, their leadership, and the qualities that's going to help them live a full life. Uh, I do that over at CoachMarlena.com. And this week's episode is going to be about how to lead at work and in your life. And I'm really excited about talking about this because it's something that I think one, grown black women do naturally, uh, but we also might conflict with service versus leadership. And so I wanna talk about the differences between that. I also wanna cover what it means to actually lead at work and uh, what it means to lead in your life and how if you do one, you most certainly will bleed into the other. Uh, and so this is going to be a fun, informative conversation, and I can't wait. So let's get started. Hey, my beautiful sisters. So again, we're talking today about how to lead at work and how to lead it your life. Um, and this is such an important topic because we really need to understand the difference between leadership and serving as grown black women. That to be a grown black woman is to be a leader. Um, and I really wanted to cover this topic because I see uh, a lot of my clients confusing uh, service and helping for leadership and they get confused as to why they're not being recognized at work for the contributions they're making and the difference is not actually the results or the output of the work it's how they're showing up it's how they're engaging collaborating with people and it distinguishes them from being a leader versus being a member or collaborator or somebody part of the team. And then this bleeds into our personal lives because the relationships that we have um, sometimes aren't balanced with people that we love because they don't see us as a leader and they see us needing to be led <laughs> more than not. And I'm laughing because it's just, you know, everyone from our partners to our children can get into a position where they're trying to lead you as a grown black woman and it's just not the way it's supposed to be so let's let's dive into this what is leadership right so leadership you know by the dictionary standards is a person who guides or directs and so when you think of a guide I think of someone that if you go to a museum right you uh, uh you go on a tour there is someone who's leading you on a tour you could kind of go and figure out what types of um, um, events they have there or what, what what the art looks like and who some of the artists are but a guide helps direct you and helps you understand the flow the intention the purpose of the way that particular museum is set up or how best to see the art in that museum right so that is a leader and how you want to lead or how we should be leading at work is doing that very thing. We we need to be guiding and directing and less doing. Uh, because what ends up happening is uh, a lot of grown Black women 
um, find themselves doing more than one job at their job and they find that they're exhausted and then they don't even get credit for doing a lot of the work that they're doing um, because it starts to be seen as help. And so um, an example for myself when I was leading at work was we were, I used to work for uh, PepsiCo at one, one point in time. And when I did, there was a, um, a big project that we were on and we were on a deadline and uh, we lost a resource uh, that was leading a specific part of that project. And so I took on the responsibility of orchestrating and organizing a body of work for this deployment of this project that we were in the midst of. We had, it was it was go live. So if you project management, that's your life. Whoop, whoop. Um, we were doing that. And so I just decided that, oh, you know, we need to have like this type of template. We need to be able to understand as we go and roll this out. We need to be able to um, audit our work. We need to be able to determine what is next. We need all of these things. And so that was me deciding how to direct that particular work. And it led to some good success. Um, and I was recognized as a leader versus uh where I had someone that was a client who was being of service, right? She she was a part of a project again. And what she was doing was making suggestions. She was helping her, um, her, her colleagues with their work to get things done. And it was not seen in the same light. And she was really struggling with like, why am I not getting recognized? What is going on? And it's because... She was falling into the trap of being of service, but not leading. And so I, I really want to distinctively share with leadership, it is about directing people where they want to, where they need to go, what the best options are. And part of that is being the person that's going to stand out front and get out front and do that. And, you know, as a grown black woman, I really want to encourage you to do that because grown, grown black women really do that all the time in different areas. And we don't recognize sometimes that we're doing it. And so I want you to think about a time in your life where people didn't know what to do and you decided what was best and then you acted on it because that is an, that is an example of your leadership. And the more that you can give yourself opportunities to do those things, the more you will be leading in what you do versus just serving. And service, service gets a, it's, it's a great, great skill. It's a great attribute. It's a great personality trait. Um, but it, it has a time and a place. And what I think about when I think about this is because I am spiritually minded and focused. I think about Martha and Mary and the Bible and in the Bible, you know, Martha is over exerting herself at one point. Um, and, you know, she's upset with her sister, Mary, who's not helping her. And she actually goes to Jesus and kind of complains. And he tells her in so many words that, you know, your sister is doing what is right for right now. She's she and it will not actually be taken from her. And I feel like a lot of time we can get like that. You know, a, a grown black woman knows what's right 
for each moment. And so you have to know, you know, your place and where you are with things and when your leadership is absolutely an asset and when service is absolutely an asset. And we can't confuse the two. And I feel like a lot of times we do confuse the two, you know, being helpful, which is what the def- you know, the, uh, the dictionary actually defines for uh, service. It's being in a position to offer. It's being in a position to serve, um, quite like a waiter. You know, that is not a subservient role. It's a necessary role, but it has its place, right? You're not serving all the time everywhere you go, and you're not expecting service all the time everywhere you go. So in your grown Black womanhood at work, we need to be positioning ourselves where we can guide and we can direct and we can offer leadership versus service. So that's really, really significant. And I think the importance of this is that, you know, grown black women are leaders. And a lot of my clients are, um, are natural leaders. And along the way, the world starts to teach us that we don't belong, that we shouldn't aspire to certain things, that we shouldn't expect certain things, or that it's going to be difficult if we do, you know. And so all of that starts to make us shrink a bit back and we start to ask for permission before we leave ask for permission before we make a suggestion um overthink our way around how we want to show up as leaders um because of the messaging that we get and I just want to really let you know that that's not your role to internalize the messaging around you it's to be aware of it and to protect yourself so that you can still do the work in which you're called to do in the way in which you're called to do, which is leadership. Um, grown black women are just powerful beings. One, because we have literally manifested ourselves in a world that tells us no. So you are already ahead of the curve by being uh, rebellious enough to be bold enough to decide that you one want something and that you're going to attain it so you're already ahead of the game so I want to encourage you and uplift you and acknowledge the power and the strength that already comes from being a grown black woman but you have to then put that into strategic action you know just because we have skills and talents does not mean it will automatically be recognized Uh, I had a client um, recently we've been really working on her confidence and and through it it's been through conversations with uh, her boss and how does she use more assertive and leadership style language and so during her most recent review actually she got feedback about all the work she was doing now from her perspective she had been doing all of this work before we started working together but as a result of her confidence, her leadership shifting and her being able to really see herself in a new light and really projecting that out with how she led the people around her to see her strengths. She was, she got this well-received, you know, review and it was really eye-opening for her to see like, wow, I actually didn't change the work that I was doing. I just changed how I was doing it, how I was showing up because I'm a strong believer that grown black women are out here working hard, almost too hard to a fault. You know, one of the things we need to really focus on doing is doing less, not more work and not letting 
our our fears or our doubts getting our getting away because that's a form of self-sabotage which we'll, we're going to do something later a different episode about to talk about because I'm really passionate about uh, managing the things the stories we tell ourselves that keeps us from our greatness um, but that gets us in a, that gets in the way of our ability to be able to direct ourselves in, in such a way that we're leading um, the work around us, the people around us in our own personal lives in a way that we can be proud of and we can really say that we value and we respect. And so it was eye-opening for her to be able to see that it wasn't about how much more she could actually physically do. It was about how am I guiding and leading my life and myself and my interactions with people so that I can actually be received as a leader because she already was one. She already was contributing as a leader, but in that capacity, she was only being seen as someone of service, somebody that could help. And we're not the help, right? We we done with that. <laughs> we are not the help <laughs> at all. And I don't. I laugh because it, it's something. It's funny because we know it's true that a lot of times that is how we're perceived at work as a person that's going to help, but not the person that can actually handle you know, all of the different facets and components of a particular, you know, work project, uh, uh, campaign, uh, client, whatever field that you're in, you know, that's really significant for a lot of black women is that they're not entrusted. And what I want to say to you is that is, there is some real stark reality of that. And it's some work to do with the people around us. But there is also a level of control and power that we do have in this dynamic. And I want us to focus there because that's what you can actually um, move and open doors through is the things that you can touch and see. And so that's yourself and really understanding that, you know, being able to guide and direct, right? Lead, actually do that. Taking initiative, doing less, is imperative as well so that you're seen as a leader and not as a doer because that's part of the challenge and not needing to prove ourselves and I'm just gonna say that again proving ourselves we are so caught up with trying to be the best example of our race which I'm not saying is not a great ideal to hold up as um, just something to support ourselves. But when we hold it up so high that we can't give ourselves any compassion, any room or capacity to shift and to change and to understand what's required at each moment versus feeling like I can't let them see me fail. I can't let them like you're projecting out the expectations of a lot of people. Um, I'll share another story. I have one client also who told me, you know, worried about what her colleagues were going to say at different times when she would, you know, uh, pitch in a business meeting with them and trying to anticipate how should she say it before it came out her mouth. And I, we talked about it and I asked her, you know, what would be possible if you didn't have to put that mental tax on? If that energy did not go to trying to anticipate everything around you um, all the time? And she said the work, like that's what would be available. Me just being able to focus on the work and how much more would she be able to contribute at that level? And so it was really freeing to say, okay, well, maybe 
I don't have to give so much away. You know, I can really relinquish some of this pressure I'm feeling. And honestly, the workload trying to meet un, un really manageable standards. And so I really wanted to do this podcast because episode because I think it's timely with everything that is on women's plate you know women plates right now we are at home most a lot of us we are working we are mothering we are you know helping our fellow teachers that are doing this with our students if we have children if we have pets you know if we have partners we're supporting other people day in day out in our extended family uh, as well as the fact that we're all trying to mentally and physically meet the challenge of a pandemic at the same time. And so by leading at work, it will free us up uh, quite a bit more than being the doers or the Marthas of the world uh, that sometimes we default into because the world does see us as the help. And sometimes we can play into the habits and the defaults that we're hearing and seeing around us. And so I thought that this is really timely for that reason. And when you get into a habit of leading, think about leading at your life, it's about really setting a vision for yourself, for your team, but personally, knowing what your your vision is going to be for yourself and what you value about your life and what is important for you now, right? So this is how you start to lead in your life. So if you, if you have the well with all to say that right now the most important thing is my you know being healthy with everything that we're, we're facing uh mentally or physically that's gonna lead to different action leading directing guiding yourself into what you do and what you spend your energy and time with who you spend your energy and time with um how much rest you're getting you know and this is where you start to feel more alive and you don't have to wait to accomplish certain goals to get to the status of leader. You don't have to wait to get to certain goals to establish yourself as a success because you start to add the values of who you are back into your life. And it will reflect wholeheartedly into your leadership at work, but also just how you feel, which we could use a lot of good feelings right now with everything going on. And so I really wanted to you know, encourage and discuss this because I think it's really important for us to know that, you know, our health is important, our mind, and really being able to have the accountability to measure our success based upon what we value and how we're contributing to the different parts of the things that we are involved in. So, I wanted to kind of circle back, right? We're talking about leadership. We're talking about how do you lead at work in in your life? And some of the really practical things that you can do is really thinking about, you know, how to do this differently. You know, leadership requires vision. You know, it requires accountability. So having a partner with transitioning into more leadership behaviors and habits, you know, having someone to talk to about this. Uh, measuring your success leaders measure success right so sometimes we work hard so much whether it's at home whether it's at work and we're not measuring how that actually shows up for us so you know if your goal is to is is to really build stronger relationships how do you measure that how are you going to lead yourself into that 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 area of life 
if you don't measure it? How would you know? You know, um, same thing at work. Okay. Is it based upon how many, the next, how many projects that you actually get to head up? You know, uh, how many teams do you get to influence? How, how do you measure your impact and really measuring your leadership is going to be the differentiator to feeling like you're doing the work in a way that serves the people around you, but serves you as well. Uh, strategy, right? You got to have a plan. Um, and this really comes from having self-awareness of, of yourself and other people, right? You have to be personally self-aware. And I want to say this too, the last but not least is discerning versus judging yourself throughout this journey. You know, I think as grown black women, we tend to be very good at judging. <laughs> and that's just because I think we, we judge, we get judged a lot for so much. And we're so aware that people judging us all the time, whether it's from our hair, how our bodies look, how we dress, how we talk, right? Um, all of that is something that's very significant for us. And so I want to talk about judging versus discerning. Like judgment comes with like labeling. This is bad. This is good. And discernment is more about observing what is, right? So So I really want you to understand that as grown black women, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to, uh, to judge ourselves and what what we're doing and how well we're doing it. But discerning is observing what is. Um, For example, I literally uh, was in the process of recording this and I forgot to put on my do not disturb. And in the past, I was like, how could you do that? What are you? So I received a, a break in between the recording of this. And I would have judged myself for not remembering to do that step of putting my phone on do not disturb and and how could you forget and you're going to do this and the difference between that and discernment judging and discerning is instead saying what do I need to know so that the next time this happens you know it will be worth the trouble that I went through this time and that is really just assessing evaluating, observing, exploring, and that does not come with judgment. And the world judges us enough. And I want to free you up because my whole purpose and intention for this podcast is to have more free women, especially black women walking through this world so we can go after achieving and getting the things that we aspire to and the differences we plan to make in this world and to also have full lives as full human beings. Uh, So I want to free you up with showing you that you can discern without judging and so I really want you to decide like what area is most important for you with the leadership that we've talked about I'll recap shortly you know it's having vision it's accountability it's measuring your success it's strategy it's awareness of self and others and it's discerning versus judging and so I want to kind of leave you with a little bit of homework which is to write down two challenges you want to accomplish in the next two weeks in one of these areas and continue to take tackle new areas of importance in your leadership that you want to and I want you to lastly leave a comment uh you can do a voice recording or just a regular review on the podcast or send me a dm on linkedin or on facebook because that's where you can find me 
at Marlena Bayless Ruffin on Facebook and Marlena Bayless on LinkedIn. Uh, again, I really want to encourage you and I pray that this blesses you and releases some of the pressure that Black women, you know, are under and that, you know, we are leaders and we need to act accordingly so that the world can catch up with us. I will talk to you beauties later and I pray and hope that you're blessed. <laughs>